once upon a time, there was a filial son named Sayama, who lived in the mountains and was dedicated to the care of his elderly blind parents. The family lived harmoniously with all the animals in the forest. One day, Sayama went to the riverside to fetch some water. It was a lovely day, and some deer were also drinking water nearby. Suddenly, a sharp arrow flew out of the jungle. The deer ran away in panic, and Sayama was lying on the ground, bleeding. He had been shot by the king, who was hunting in the forest. Before Sayama died, he cried to the king, you have killed three people. His final request was to ask the king to take care of his blind parents. The story of Siamma is a well-known Buddhist story and was depicted in quite a few of the Dunhuang Mugao caves, such as Mugao Cave 299 and 302. There are many vicissitudes of life similar to this in the Dunhuang murals. Here you can see all kinds of characters and stories in Buddhism, from Buddhas to emperors, from heavenly kings to mythical beasts. You can also see the life of ordinary people and travel through time and space to feel the joys and sorrows of the ancients. Hello. And welcome to this episode of the Why We Love Dunhuang podcast. In previous episodes, we've talked about the caves and sculptures of Dunhuang. In this episode, our Dunhuang art class continues. So let's delve into the murals, the crowning glory of Dunhuang art. It is said that there are around 45,000 square meters of murals just within the Magao Caves alone, which could cover an area bigger than six standard soccer fields. If you put the murals up on a wall as a 1.5 meter high painting, the display would stretch continuously for a staggering 30 kilometers. The story behind how the researchers measured the area of the murals is far from fun. It was said that during the early 1960s, the staff from the then Research Institute on Cultural Relics of Dunhuang, now known as the Dunhuang Research Academy, used tape measures, rulers and an abacus to painstakingly measure each section and area from every cave to calculate the total area of murals. Interestingly, because the process itself was not good for the murals, the calculation was only done that one time and has never been repeated using more modern technology like 3D laser scanning. To the researchers, the quality is more important than the quantity. Having served as a Buddhist holy site for centuries, the Dunhuang Mugao Caves is a shrine of Buddhist art treasure, full of Buddhist themes and expressions. When you look deeper, however, the murals in the Mugao Caves include not only the mythology of ancient China, but also scenes of everyday life. They are not only a vibrant history of art, but also a vivid treasure house of China's history, covering community activities, politics, economics, military affairs, folk culture, regional exchanges within ancient China, and its relationship with foreign countries. 
In fact, the themes of murals in the Dunhuang Magao caves are quite diversified. There are paintings about the life of the Buddha, paintings of Buddhist historical sites and events, paintings illustrating Buddhist stories and Chinese mythology, paintings of flying apsaras, paintings of donors, of landscapes, architecture, social customs, and decorative paintings. We will get into more detailed accounts of the murals and highlight these topics as they appear in our future episodes. But to help you have some basic understandings, we will take a brief look at the main themes of the fabulous work inside the Dunhuang complex. First, let's talk about the Jataka story paintings. A Jataka tale is known as a birth story in Buddhism. It is a tale that originated from local folklore and was adapted as a teaching aid as Buddhism spread from India to elsewhere. Jataka stories depict Shakyamuni, the present Buddha, in former lives or incarnations, both in human and animal forms. The stories usually portray him showing great compassion, thus serving as moral fables in a similar way to the parables used in Christianity. Jataka stories appeared frequently in Buddhist art as a way of teaching illiterate people the morals of Buddhism. This kind of painting describes Shakyamuni's life experiences, from entering the womb, birth, growth, becoming a monk, asceticism or self-discipline, enlightenment, subduing the demons, becoming a Buddha and entering Nirvana. In the murals related to such stories, Shakyamuni is often depicted variously as a deer, elephant, monkey, businessman, woman, prince and other forms. Another important genre of Dunhuang murals is sutra illustrations. In Chinese it's called Jing Bian. They are artworks based on the Buddhist scriptures. In a broad sense, any painting based on the sutra can be called biyin, which means change in Chinese. Literally, it means change the textual context of the sutra into the form of pictures. Generally, sutra illustrations refer to organizing one or several of the main contents of the sutra into a large-scale painting with a clear storyline from the beginning to the end. This kind of painting fully reflects the unique thoughts and high craftsmanship of the artists. Interestingly, the illustration of Buddhist scriptures was also localized. Take gratitude, for example. Gratitude is part of the gene of the Chinese people, and there are many relevant Chinese proverbs, such as, a drop of water shall be returned with a bursting spring, give me plums, I will return peaches to you. Gratitude and repaying others for their kindness is also an important aspect of Buddhism. There are several Buddhist scriptures in this regard and these Buddhist values further merged with Confucian values after Buddhism was introduced to China. A particularly important aspect of Chinese gratitude is repaying parents for one's upbringing. Under such a cultural background, filial piety is regarded as the most important kind of gratitude by Chinese Buddhists. 
This is why as many as 39 paintings at the Mogao Caves are themed on filial piety. Buddhist figure painting is another popular type of Dunhuang murals. Images of Buddha, Bodhisattva and disciples are commonly seen on the walls as they were worshipped by local religious believers. There are also many pictures of Chinese mythology, mainly from Taoist deities such as the King Father of the East, the Queen Mother of the West, the Five Beast deities namely Azure Dragon, White Tiger, Vermilion Bird, Black Turtle and Snake, and weather controllers like Lord of Thunder and Mother of Lightning. Those paintings showed how Buddhism was transformed and blended together with the existing Chinese culture. A particular highlight of the Dunhuang Magao murals is paintings of flying apsaras, a must-see in Dunhuang. Wearing beautiful clothes and belts, they fly and dance in the sky with graceful and flexible postures. The Dunhuang Mogao Caves is the only place in the world where you can see more than 6,000 well-preserved flying Apsaras images, ranging from the 4th to the 14th century, showing different styles and characteristics of each period. You can even see the only blonde flying Apsaras there, which is something obviously very exotic to China. We will examine these artistic features in more detail in our next episode. Painting of donors is another type of Dunhuang murals and refers to the portrait of those who provided financial support for the building of the caves, along with their close families. The donors were not exclusively local dignitaries, but also some ordinary people from all walks of life. So these portraits of the donors help to provide visual proofs in the understanding of local history and society. When ancient Chinese artists portrayed Buddhist murals, very often paintings of landscapes were used as a background in order to set a vivid environment for specific plots and characters. In the Mugao Caves, there are lots of beautiful landscape paintings, which include bridges over flowing water, lush mountains and lucid waters, blue waves, overgrown trees, wild animals and steep cliffs, all showing skillful craftsmanship. The Dunhuang Mogao murals also serve as a treasure house for architectural researchers. Nowadays, it's rare to find any buildings built before the Tang Dynasty in China. Luckily, there are a great many images of ancient architecture from various eras in the murals of the Mugao Caves. Collectively, the caves give a complete picture of the history of ancient Chinese architecture. There are also many images of secular life in the murals of the Mugao Grottoes, which reflect folk customs of the time, including birth and death, weddings and funerals, economic production, family life and, of course, religious beliefs. The murals also provide valuable sources for researching into the history of clothing in China and its surrounding regions. 
finally, the Dunhuang Magao caves are also famous for their gorgeous and colorful decorative pattern art, which is widely used in modern art design. Due to the large architectural scenes and the wide variety of murals in the caves, the painters of the Mogao grottoes used a large number of different decorative patterns, either to fill in the corners of the cave or to distinguish different paintings within the murals. For example, the large lotus pattern found in the square area at the top of the caves is exquisite in shape, rich in patterns and beautiful in color and is often regarded as the pearl of the Dunhuang patterns. The content of the Dunhuang murals is so rich and varied that we definitely can't cover all the aspects in one episode. More stories will be told in our future episodes. But before we wrap up today's Dunhuang class, let's go back to the story we mentioned at the beginning of this episode. Guess what? It's not a sad story at all. According to what was depicted in the Dunhuang murals, the regretful king found Siamma's parents and told them what had happened to their son. He brought them to Siamma's body by the riverbank. The blind parents held their only child's body and cried heartbrokenly. They swore out loud that if the heavens knew of Siamma's unselfish love for them, they shouldn't take away his life. Moved by the king's penitence and the parents' grief, the heavenly gods brought Siamma back to life and restored sight to his parents. So, in the end, Siamma returned to the world and lived joyfully with his parents. It turns out that Siamma was actually the Buddha in a former life. So, the murals in Dunhuang depicting this story belong to the category of Jataka tale paintings. As we know, Jataka tales often impart a moral lesson or shared cultural values. Here, filial piety is definitely what the murals want to convey. Thanks to the numerous wall paintings in Dunhuang, the lives and thoughts of human ancestors are preserved in the best possible way. We will continue to explore those caves in detail and reveal those stories, the wonders and the amazing artistic pieces that make Dunhuang the largest Buddhist art gallery in the world. Special thanks go out to the Dunhuang Academy and Sanliang Zhongdu for contributing to the content of this podcast. If you like the shows, do give us a five-star rating or a review. I'm Graham Stevens, looking forward to meeting you again on our next episode of Why We Love Dunhuang. Dunhuang.